BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Stock have too high a price? Buy a slice. Trade fractional shares of your favorite U.S. stocks and ETFs in any dollar amount you choose with zero commissions online. Get started at fidelity.com slash stocks by the slice. Fractional share quantities can be entered to three decimal places if the value of the order is at least one cent. Dollar-based trades can be entered to two decimal places. Sell orders are subject to an activity assessment fee from one cent to three cents per $1,000 of principal. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Hey folks, it's Lyle. Get this. I'm coming to over 40 cities across the United States, the UK, Europe, and Australia to do this here Therapy Gecko podcast live. These shows will involve bringing folks from the audience up on stage to talk to a gecko about whatever they want, just like we do on the podcast. Uh, the shows are completely unplanned, completely unpredictable, and they will be a lot of fun. So if you're a fan of the podcast, you should definitely come out. Uh, tickets are available right now at therapygeckotour.com, and you should get them before they are sold out. That's Therapy GeckoTour.com. We'll put the link in the episode description as well. Uh, the live shows are, are very fun. They're very gecko-y, and I hope to see you there. All right, let's get into the episode. Hello? Hello? How are you? Is this Lyle? Uh, no. Who is this? May I ask? Um... Will Smith. It says here. It says here that your name is Will Smith. It says here that yes, that is uh, my legal feel, name. That is your legal name, and it says that you feel like you're becoming a caricature of yourself. Yes, I really do feel like I am. Okay, tell me about that. It's so my whole life. Like I, I didn't start out as Will Smith. Like my family kind of raised me as Billy. That's what I'm still called at home. And then, like, sometime in, like, first, second grade, one of my teachers started calling me Will Smith, and it kind of just stuck. My whole life, I've been Will Smith, just, like, because it's funny, you know, I have the same name as the actor. And uh, as my life has progressed, people have just, like, come to know me as Will Smith, and it's kind of been, like, a easy slot for, like, getting into things or talking to people. And it, I'll agree, like, it's made um, social situations very easy. It's always a good icebreaker. But I'm a, I'm a bit of a character. I just, I don't know. I'm a weird fucking guy. Crackers, is that okay? What? Am I allowed to curse? Oh, I don't know. This is not my podcast. Hmm? Um, why do you feel like you're a weird guy? I don't know. I just, I've never like had to take things too seriously, or I've never felt the need to anyway. Yeah. I guess, um... Just like my life in general, I just think it's more important to like have fun while doing the things that are important. So it kind of led to me just kind of having this weird philosophy of getting things done however I need to, no matter how strange it may seem. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I like just say funny things, do funny things. Okay. I'm known on my campus as also the roller skate guy, and it's kind of just like become a second persona along with that because I'm always wearing them. <laughs> So tell me more about like why uh, why this I mean why does this seem like a negative thing for you? Uh, it's become like an especially negative thing in like the last few years because it's just like it's just like it sounds really stupid. It's really annoying when people come up to you and ask about the slap eight times a day mm. that happened at the Oscars. Yeah. Oh, and that must have been such sort a. Of just, uh, uh, that you, as soon as that happened and Will Smith started trending, you must have been shaking in your boots like "fuck." I, this is going to be everything everyone says to me for the next five years. Yes, and it has continued to be. It was the it's, it was the weirdest thing because, like, you know, the day the few days following that stupid thing, um, like every person I've ever known has like texted me about that, 
because they thought it was hilarious. So, and as time went on, random people that I haven't spoken to in years, you know, people from high school, just like old friends, they'll text me like three months later and say, so how about that slap? And it is just kind of <laughs> persisted. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like a strange thing that I've endured, I guess. And it's uh, yeah. it's kind of weird dealing with this thing that has like become part of my identity even though I don't want it to be. Mm-hmm. Mm. What would you like your identity to be? Uh, just will, I guess. And I was like, in the last few months, like since coming back to school, you know, for like the new school year and stuff. Not that I ever like. I mean, I did introduce myself as Will Smith quite a bit back in the day, but like now I'm kind of just trying to be Will. But the name persists because all it takes is a professor reading my name on the thing. On the uh, agenda, I guess, to uh, connect the dots. And that's what everyone knows me as already. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, what's your life like outside of being Will Smith? Uh, it's honestly very good. I, I think that I live a very good life, and it's just like because I've tried my best to make it good, you know? Lots of friends and, you know, good environment. Nick, who you just spoke to, one of my best friends here at school. Uh, it's funny we're not we're like on other ends of campus right now but um everywhere i go it's always been will smith will smith will smith I and it's almost like you... like go, no sorry yeah, I, go right I, ahead. Want I want to no, i want to let you finish real quick it's a, it's like a lot of people seem to don't actually care what i'm like they just think it's funny that i'm will smith and that has really like started to affect me in the last year or two What do you wish people knew about you? I don't know. Like, I just think that like the, like the things I do on a daily basis don't need to be sort of put under this category of being a character because I have a funny name. You know? If that makes any sense at all. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're starting to feel like a one-dimensional being and not like an actual person. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Like, uh, I, guess, I guess like this is a pretty good instance of it. Like, I'll go over to my little friend's dorm, and then, like, uh, all of her roommates will start, like, yelling Will Smith. And if they have people over, they'll go, oh, my God, that's Will Smith. And they don't really care who I am. They just care about the name. Mm-hmm. What do you wish people saw within you? I don't know. Just Will, the person that wants to talk to everybody have a conversation with everybody get to know somebody i think it's important to just like on a daily basis just be that person that will go up to somebody and start a conversation just be there for somebody mm-hmm. and uh um, i am i feel like i am that to a lot of people but it has gone to a point where a lot of people just don't care about my personal attributes i feel like You said you used to go by Billy, right? Yeah, but I haven't in probably 15 years. Would you consider changing your name? To, to Billy? To anything. Or just in general? Um, yeah, so I wouldn't start going by Billy again just because my friend group back home, you know, my best friend, we already have a Billy in the group. But, uh... I was actually thinking about once I graduate and head out on my own to change my last name to my uh, name on my mother's side, Romeo, in honor of like my grandfather because he was one of the most important people in my life. Will Romeo. What do you think of that? <laughs> I like that. I think it's fun. It's got a nice ring to it. But, like, genuinely more important to me. It's just, like, keeping that name going. I'm the only boy in my family. I have three older sisters. Mm-hmm. And the only other Romeos that's a guy are, you know, 15 hours away down south. Do you identify more with Romeo than with Smith? Uh, I am. I very much associate with the name Smith because both sides of my family have stuck around back home. 
I have a very large family that I love very much, and they're all very supportive. So it's not like it's not like I'm changing my name just to kind of like side with one side of the family. I do love the Smith side of my family very much. I have to ask you something. It says here that uh, you were in the queue the other day, but you had to hang up because there was an active shooter in your dorm. No, okay. So there was a there was a email that went out. Our school was very ineffective at relaying information to us. So we had heard like like people were just like texting rumblings about um, a threat in one of the complexes. I was not there. I was in the studio, which I am right now, actually doing some artwork on a monitor tonight. But the school sent out an email about a potential threat, so I hung up the phone so I could figure out what the heck was going on and, like, do something about it if I needed to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that was a funny I'm thing. You, I'm glad you're all right. Yeah, the, the threat was apparently taken care of, like, immediately, but the school had no proper, like, precautions in place, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, well, apparently hey. we, had, we had cops on campus with riot shields, and the only information we had was a very poorly worded email addressed to each student about a police investigation. So it was almost appearing as if we were under investigation. You know what and that would have made you a thing? You, you, know, you know what would have made you a legend? What? Is if uh, there was an active shooter, and you went up to him and slapped him. That's actually pretty funny. Um, let's see, Will. Any final thoughts, feelings, sentiments on your name being Will Smith that that you that you want to share with us? Uh, most of my life, it was it was a strange blessing, and then uh, just as I've gotten older, it's just not the person I want to be anymore. Mm-hmm. And I just think that like it's important as like I'm, I'm 20. It's important as I kind of reach this point in my life where like I'm getting ready to graduate and hopefully move out on my own, but I'm the person I want to be. And then I have the opportunity to start fresh if I need to. I think that everybody should have that. Mm-hmm. Well, Will, thank you very much for calling and sharing. And uh, I hope you enjoy your new life as Will Romeo. <laughs> thank you, Mr. Gek. Take care, man. Have a good night. Take care. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by funlove.com. Oh yeah. That's right. We have finally gotten a coveted sex toy marketplace sponsorship. And boy, does this place have it all. Funlove.com is your place to go for vibrators, lingerie, BDSM bondage stuff if you're into that, penis pumps, cock rings, chastity belts. Go crazy, folks. Explore new possibilities, pleasure zones, and find your vibe at funlove.com. Funlove.com is a leading online retailer of sensual health and wellness products, offering a wide array of premier brands of toys, lingerie, and accessories. And for a limited time, Therapy Gecko listeners can save 30% off their first order by entering the code GECKO at checkout. Go to funlove.com and use the code GECKO at checkout to save 30% off your first order. Visit funlove.com today and make a horny purchase. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. BetterHelp is a convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online option for therapy with video, voice, and texting chat options with a licensed therapist that can be done completely at your own pace and on your own schedule. You don't need to leave your house. You don't need to sit in traffic. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with one of several therapists on the platform. You can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge until you find one that works for you, and you can communicate with your therapist as often as you want and whenever you feel it's needed. It's never a bad idea to find someone qualified to talk to about your issues and get some guidance on them. Learn to make time for what makes you happy by visiting BetterHelp.com Gecko today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Gecko. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by Liquid Death. What is Liquid Death? It might look like a beer or some kind of crazy energy drink, but it's not. 
Liquid Death is a healthy beverage brand that makes mountain spring water, low-sugar sodas, and low-sugar iced teas. I've been trying to cut down on my sugar this year, and Liquid Death sodas and teas have been super helpful as they are sweetened instead by agave. Liquid Death is bringing death to single-use plastic bottles with their infinitely recyclable cans. Liquid Death also donates a portion of profits from every can sold to help kill plastic pollution. You can get free shipping of Liquid Death's Mountain Water, Flavored Spring Water, and Iced Tea 8-Packs with Amazon Prime, or grab a can or a case at your local 7-Eleven, Target, Walmart, Whole Foods, or on Instacart. Go to liquiddeath.com gecko to check out all their healthy, infinitely recyclable beverages and find your closest retailer. That's liquiddeath.com slash gecko. Liquiddeath.com slash gecko. Hello? Hello? Hi, who is this? Uh, this is Robert Johnson. Hi, Robert Johnson. What's going on with you? Well, so... I ha- I have a bit of a revenge story... To tell, and I'm not too sure if I should feel guilty about what I did, if I took it too far or not. Okay. It, it's nothing like super dark or anything. I didn't. I didn't do anything too crazy. Well, I guess chat will decide that. Well, no, but well, you know, that's up. You know, only God can judge. I think. I don't know. Um, what's up? What did you do? Tell us. Tell us what happens. Well, so a bit of a backstory, and I'll, I'll, I'll try not to make it too depressing or anything, you know. During uh, during lockdown in 2020, I uh, I got myself a German Shepherd puppy to help with the depression I was going through and everything. Yeah. And uh, I wasn't aware that she had a parvo. It's a it's a really aggressive, deadly disease towards dogs. So I only got to have her for a couple of weeks before I. Uh, had to unfortunately put her down, but you know that sucks. But at least I gave her the best couple of weeks I possibly could have given her. Sure, sure. Um, so after I put her down, I came back home to the apartment I was sharing with one of my friends. He's not my friend anymore, that's for sure. But uh, he had went into my room. He he took some stuff out of there, and I confronted him about it. We got into a bit of a tussle, and he decided to call the cops on me. And he, uh, he told the police that I pointed a gun at him and I had weed in the basement. Well, I never did that. If I did, I'd absolutely be locked up right now. But the apartment complex, after everything got situated, they decided that they were going to kick me out of the apartment. Um, even after the whole police report and everything went through, because the other guy lived there longer, I, they decided that I wasn't going to be the one that got to stay. And, you know, that's fair enough. He was there like a year before me. So I guess that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But, Real um, quick, does the dog, a- does the dog, is that have anything to do with this roommate situation? Um, kind of, sort of. It was just, he was being a real dick. Like, he, he knew where I was. He um he knew I was on edge because I just lost the I just spent a lot of money on the dog and then I had about a thousand dollars worth of uh, vet bills that I had to pay and I you know dog just died and so he knew he knew all of that was going on I'm okay. not too sure what oh go ahead all right so what I I guess I still don't understand what exactly you guys were fighting about he took stuff from your room and you confronted him about well, it like so he. When I was gone that night, he went into my room and he took um he took one of my Xbox controllers and one of my chairs, and I I just went up to him and I was like, hey man, like don't go into my room. I, you know, I was I was much more angry than what I'm letting on right now. Again, I was on I was on edge, and so I confronted him and uh, I pushed him, and he was like, I'm calling the police on you. And so um, that's uh, it was me and him getting into a bit of a physical altercation. Uh, after everything happened, it, you just that that's just kind of how everything went down after I got home. And to be fair, I wasn't in the best state of mind. I absolutely could have handled it better if I needed to. Mm-hmm. But uh, after they uh, told me that I was going to have to move out, they were like, so since you're the one moving out, we're going to give you a couple of days. They asked the roommate if uh, 
he could leave for a couple of days, go spend uh, spend some time at a friend's house, just so I could pack everything up, you know, get out of there like I need to. Yeah. And uh, so the, I guess the real important part, the next part, the reason I did what I did afterwards. So he, when he called the police on me, um, this was probably two or three days after uh, the whole George Floyd incident. So I've been seeing everything that was happening on the news. You know, it, this was like 1 a.m. at night. Like I had just right. gotten home driving back from that and all of that. And so when he tells them that I was pointing a gun at him, I had four officers, you know, come into my apartment, you know, guns pointed at me. I was like, you know, I thought I was going to die. And that was a real, I, I thought, I thought I was dead. You know, I, I, my life really flashed before my eyes when all of that happened. Okay. And so after everything got situated, you know, the police were like, well, this was clearly a bullshit call we got for some, for uh, no reason. This was uh, very much a waste of time. And so I decided, you know, I did. I decided I was going to, I couldn't, you know, destroy his property. I wasn't going to break any type of laws or anything like that. Okay. I'm not going to go out slashing tires or anything like that. But what I did end up doing is over the course of two days, I used a Jada Stevens anal masturbator. And I collected all the lube and cum from it over the course of two days. And I proceeded it to smear everything on i poured it into his xbox vent he had like a 400 dollars night set i smeared it all over there on his towels everything that that asshole owned i made sure that it had just come and lube everywhere i made sure there were a couple of pubes in there i mean i and no one else knows about this except for the guy anyone that's hearing it right now this is the first time i've ever come out to say anything about it and, you know, I feel like I, I was justified in what I did because you don't just tell the cops this guy pointed a gun at me without the intent of trying to get that person shot. You know, you don't just lie about something like that. You know, I felt like he really genuinely put my life at risk. And so I decided I just everything he owned, everything. I did it as much as possible over the course of two days and... I guess really what I'm at, am I a piece of shit for doing that? Or was it, you know, kind of deserved for doing that to someone? Um, okay. How did he respond? Cause I, I he eventually, he how does he know? Hold on. Okay. Did you just do this? No, this was, uh, this was in 2000. 20. This was this is quite a, this was like three years right. ago. This was right. okay. uh, yeah, June of 2020. So uh, how does he not know? Wouldn't he? If you spread cum on everything he owns, how would he not realize it? Well, well, I presume he wouldn't just go around sniffing his knife, checking for uh, cum smell. I mean, I I know I certainly don't go around my apartment making sure people aren't coming on things. I, I, I guess I never really thought about that. Okay, so you came but, in the vent of his Xbox. You came... Did you come on his clothes? Like, what else did you come on? I didn't go into his room, but I uh, we had a, uh, a laundry unit in the hallway, and I just got anything that was in there. I just kind of drizzled it over like it was uh, chocolate syrup over ice cream. Um... Again, I, I collected over the course of two days. Like, I put it into this little bowl that I just kind of let sit there. And I know that sounds, it, it, that's absolutely disgusting. It sounds horrible. How much cum disgusting. did you put it? Because it's, it's hard to, I mean, that sounds like a lot I, uh, of cum. Well, so it wasn't all just cum. You got, I, uh, I was using the lube for the masturbator. So I would yeah. bring it out and collect the lube and cum. So I was probably, okay. I think I jerked off probably three or four times over each day over the course yeah. of the two days to make sure I had enough to do what I wanted. Yeah. And you kind of diluted uh, a little bit of the cum with the lube to make it like a lube cum yeah, concoction I, I, in a bowl. Yeah, I'm not a horse. I'm not, I'm not pumping out gallons at a time. I'm no, I'm no Johnny Sin, that's for sure. 
Okay, so he really didn't notice at all. Well, so I had I as soon as I did that, I moved out like the next morning, and I just haven't had contact with him. So if he maybe he does know, maybe not. I haven't seen the guy for almost two and a half years. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, so let me. Can I ask you this then? Yeah, absolutely. Because um, here's the thing. If your intention in smearing cum over everything that this guy owns is to see the look on his face when he realizes it, then what was the point if he never found out? And if he did find out, then that's he'll a, probably that's continue to further antagonize like you. It's like a guilty pleasure knowing yeah. that I'm the only one that knows that I did it. You know, because if I were to tell him I did that, I don't know if there's legal repercussions connected to that. There might be, there might not. And I, again, I was trying to make sure that I, you know, I'm not going to get, you know, taken to court for, you know, doing anything crazy like that. And so I you don't know whether or not there's legal repercussions for jizzing on somebody's stuff. I mean, I mean, if, if is there is there laws against that? Is there any laws that prevent me from doing that? Probably. Well, that's news to me. I mean, all right. If so listen, back, listen, 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 listen. Back to your central question: um, Am I am I the asshole for spreading cum on yeah, my roommate's yeah, belongings? Am I, am I a piece of shit for what I did? All right. Let me ask you a question. In your heart, ultimately, do you believe you're 22 years old? Okay. You're somewhat of an adult. Okay. Somewhat. You're, I like you're to a, think so. Okay. You're an intelligent enough guy. I can tell. In your heart of hearts, Robert. Do you really believe that the best way to handle conflict is to jizz on the other person's stuff? I'm going to go with a negative Stark, man. I'm going to say that is uh, probably not the way you want to handle things. It's probably not the way you want to handle things, no. Um, Is there, in your mind, if you could go back turn the clocks how would you have handled that situation differently I would oh that's uh, you know I'm really not too sure because a lot a lot has happened since then and I know for a matter of fact I wasn't in the state of mind but if I wouldn't, if I would, if I had the state of mind I have today, I'd probably feel a lot more guilty about it. But I'd probably still do it. I'm not gonna lie. I'd, I'd feel a lot more guilt, but I would probably still do it. Why would you still do it? I mean, look, it's three years ago, right? Like, what? Yeah. Why? Yeah, why? Why does? Why does the anger? continue to bubble within you and um, you know spurt out of you Uh, oh god you caught me off guard with that one Um, you know it, it really comes down just to the fact that you know I thought I was gonna die that's it that was a you know four police officers pointing guns at you while you're crying you, like the whole i was on the phone with the uh with the operator i was calling them i was like hey whoa i am not a crazy person i do not have a firearm you know that i take that i don't think um that's not something i don't think anybody would take that lightly you know and sure maybe he was just trying to uh, ensure that the police would come or whatever but just the way he said he has a gun, he pointed at me, and he has weed in the basement, it's 
it's it's malicious. I feel like you don't just do that for no reason. He when he, he when, can he I ask doing. you a question? Absolutely. Did you pull out your penis and threaten to come on him, and he interpreted that as a gun? No, my my uh, my penis is far too small uh, to be interpreted as a firearm. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. Um, so Absolutely. listen, I, my my official stance on this uh, is that I don't think that y- you coming on all this man's belongings is going to really do anything productive for the situation. I don't think any um, conflict resolution expert or real therapist would say otherwise. Um, Because it makes you feel good. Yeah, I think you're right. Makes you feel good. Uh, Yeah. But, um, I mean, A, that just sounds like it was a lot of work. For nothing. I was. It was. I was sore. I was sore the second day. It right. was rough. So I look. I at the end of the day, revenge. You know, it's a poison that um, yeah attacks the person who does the jizzing as well as the person who is jizzed on. Do you agree with this? I, 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 yeah, I agree. You're, everything you've said so far, it, the more you, the more you talk, the more I look back and realize how bad it, 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 it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, if I heard this story, uh, and I was a person that you were going to room with in the future, I would probably change my mind about rooming with you. But would you say it wasn't, well, was it not justified to retaliate after something like that, though? Retaliation, it's an interesting thing. I don't know. I think about this a lot, actually. I really do. That's um, how a lot of wars start, I think. It's retaliation. Yeah. Like, at the end of the day, at the end of the, I don't know. It's This is an interesting philosophical question being posed by you talking about whether or not it was a good decision to come on your roommate's Xbox. Uh, retaliation... Is interesting because I don't know to what degree it is helpful. At a certain point, it, it really can only heighten conflict further. Um, it doesn't really solve anything. It is a gut impulse that only serves the moment. It doesn't really do anything productive for any party. That's how I feel about it. Um, but would you say I hurt anyone doing these actions? Well, you just told me that your penis was sore. Well, nah, besides me, I knew what I knew what the cost of uh, what I was about to do. I, it was a small price to pay. No pun intended. My official stance on this is going to be that I think you should find healthier coping mechanisms. Yep, I I agree. I think you're a wise man. I agree. Okay, tell me what you're going to do next time something like this happens. Well, hopefully it never it never happens again. Fortunately, I live with some pretty cool dudes right now. But if something were like that to ever happen again, I hopefully I'd be mature enough to just grow up and be like, all right, whatever. I got the shit end of the stick. You know, I guess it could be worse. I guess I would just try to look at it in a more positive light, I guess, you know, just not try to, obviously, you know, if something like that happens, it's going to suck. It's going to bother me. But, right. um, you know, I'm a grown ass man at this point. I could probably, if something like that were to happen now, I would definitely handle it different. You know, I was, I was 20 years old. I was depressed. I was day drinking, you know, that was just what you could do during lockdown. You know, I was definitely not in a right state of mind. But right now, I would say absolutely. I would handle it much differently. Is there anything you want to say to the people at the computer before we go? Uh, Hopefully, you guys don't think I'm too much of a freak or uh, too much of a bad person. I hope this was interesting. Uh, Hope you guys have a good night. I appreciate you giving me the time to talk to you. You too, Robert. Take care. You have a good one. 
Wow, that was almost a 20-minute call about jizzing on a roommate's Xbox. Um, was Robert justified? Like, what? Here's the thing. What has justification ever really done for anyone? Would he be justified in a court of law? Probably not, but also... I don't know if there is a law that says that you can't jack off onto your roommate's Xbox. But also, there almost certainly is. Let's take another phone call. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by Factor Meals. I'm actually a huge fan of Factor, and it's been a large part of my weight loss journey this year. I've been using them before they sponsored the podcast, and their service is great. I hate cooking so much, and Factor makes it very easy to eat healthy, delicious food that I can whip up in the microwave or the air fryer. I'm a big fan of Factor classics such as the shredded chicken taco bowl, the Indian butter chicken, and who could forget the creamy tomato pork chop. I've been trying to count calories and lose weight and all that stuff, and Factor makes it very easy because the calorie counts and the macros are listed right on the box. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Head to factormeals.com slash gecko50 and use the code gecko50 to get 50% off. That's code gecko50 at factormeals.com slash gecko50 for 50% off. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by Prize Picks. Football season may be over, but the action on the basketball court is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app, where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. Personally, Prize Picks graciously set me up with an account for myself. I made some picks for the NBA, and I did make a little extra money, which I, of course, put safely away in a high interest savings account. Just kidding, I used it to buy candy. And you can get extra candy money too. Download the Prize Picks app today and use the code GECKO for a first deposit match of up to $100. That's the code GECKO for a first deposit match of up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Hello? Hello. How are you? I'm good. Yeah. Um... Kaylee, it says your name is? Yes. How can I get you this evening, Kaylee? Oh my gosh. Um, well, I just kind of wanted to tell a story, I guess. Really, and get your thoughts on it. Or, what, I don't uh, know, perspective. Yeah, what, what, what happens? Well, I, um... A few years back, I found out that I had a biological sister on my mom's side, um, half-sister, and we had been kind of talking for a few years, a little bit, um, and then I finally spent a weekend with her um, for Halloween to do something, and it was just kind of like a really weird, bad experience, and I don't really know what kind of relationship I want or should have with her anymore. Okay. What made the experience so bad? Well, she, when we were talking and when she like initially hit me up, she was very obviously like excited to meet me, calling me like her sissy and stuff right away, like trying to get very close very quickly, um, which was like pretty, you know, I was like into that a little bit. Um, but then when I went there, she just, like, didn't talk to me the whole time and was, like, on the phone with people, like, calling people the whole time I was there. Like, there was really not a word spoken between the two of us. Um, mm -hmm. And then also, like, she was kind of, like, I felt kind of like a, a show pony, like an accessory almost. She was showing me that, like, off to everyone. Like, I was on, like, a tour of meeting every single person in her life. And she kept doing this thing where she was, and 
introducing me as her sister and like she's just like me but she's a stoner which is like weird I don't like being called that I don't like people saying that about me to other people I don't know just uh I didn't like that (laughs) she just wasn't really present so she was on the phone all the time she was like Showing you around as like she's like me, but she's a stoner. Weird vibes all around. And you are here debating whether or not you should have a relationship with her. Not, I mean, I don't really necessarily want to cut her off. I just, uh, she's still like, now that I'm not there, like she's still doing that thing where she's just like texting me and being like, wanting to see me and spend extended time with me and I just like kind of want to let her know that I don't want to do that but I don't really know how to say it I guess mm-hmm. um, like I want to if, if I do something with her I want it to be like a plan I guess I don't want to <laughs> just like stay with her or do anything like that yeah this is hard this is, I don't have like the greatest solution of like how do you because I mean, yes, this person's your half sister, but uh, to me, the familial aspect of this is is irrelevant, really. Because what does that really even dictate, right? Absolutely, yeah. Not. I didn't know dictate her for twenty not. years. Yeah, the, I mean, it, by the way, even if she was your blood sister, what does she that is. really dictate? What is that? Well, oh yeah, I mean, yes, she's your blood sister, but. Well, I guess what I meant to say is, I guess what I meant to say is, even if she wasn't in your life, blah blah blah. Like, what really does dictate whether or not we should have relationships with people? Like, I don't even like that word. Should like it's kind of hard should because by I was raised you know. as an only. Oh, sorry. No, please. It's just uh weird for me because I was kind of raised as an only child and I've never had a sibling before, and pretty much everyone I know has like close relationships excuse me, relationships with their siblings. So I just feel like it's something I want, you know, but it just doesn't feel great when I'm doing it. I think the idea that you're being compelled by an illusion of what having a sister might be like or uh, your friend's experiences with their siblings is is not compelling Mm -hmm. to me. And with the limited amount of time that you have... To uh, you know, in a day, in a week, in a month, in a year, in a life, you should really only be spending it with people who you give a who you give a fuck about, and who you want to be spending time with. You know, yeah. Regardless I, of, I care of, a lot about people though, so it's like even if it's not someone important to me, I just care about their feelings a lot. And you know what? That's sweet of you. And I think to a point, that's a good trait to have. Um, and it becomes a bad trait to have, I think, you know, there's various opinions about this, but when it starts to like come at like a detriment to you, you know, like your time is limited, your time is valuable. You don't want to spend it with somebody who you don't fucking like being around. Yeah. It felt like a waste of time. Yeah. Yeah. And it's hard, man. Cause it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a whole weekend, and afterwards, you you do feel like it's. Waste. I mean, I don't think this was a waste of time. This initial meeting, mm-hmm. because it yeah. you've satisfied a curiosity you had. So I wouldn't call that a waste of time. Mm. That's so but, true. But yeah, this is hard. I don't know how to like break. How do you break up with a friend? How do you? <laughs> how do you break up with like? It's weird because I didn't know her for 20 years, but she knew about me the entire time and, like, would write these, like, letters to me but not send them, but then, like, gave them all to me, like, ugh. <laughs> it, was, it was, like, she put a lot on me all at once, and then, I, like, I was there, and it was, like, why did she even invite me? It was weird. Yeah. Listen, I, but, I, yeah, I, guess I, no, tell me what you are going to say. No, you first. <laughs> I wouldn't blame you if mm. you chose to just be a little bit less available. 
You don't necessarily. I don't. To what? Listen, I don't. I don't know. I'm not an expert on this. To what degree you need to send some long paragraph of I felt like this and I felt like that, and because of that, I don't want to hang out with you. I don't know. You know, if that's something you feel compelled to do, I wouldn't blame you for doing that either. But if you just want to kind of not be available when she asks you to hang yeah, out. Yeah, it's not like she did anything wrong. She's just like, yeah. it wasn't like fun. To, it wasn't like enjoyable at all. But I don't even know if it's supposed to be enjoyable mm-hmm. to have a sibling and spend time with them. I think it sh- I think if you're taking time to go be with someone, I think it should be enjoyable. Yeah. I think... Yeah, but I think you're right. I don't know if it's worth, like, a whole paragraph or anything. Yeah, I don't think you have to do a whole-ass paragraph. I think being less available is an idea. I'm trying, <laughs> yeah. my, I'm trying myself lately to be more intentional about who I'm, like, yes. spending time with and shit because yeah, you, general, could, you could waste a lot of time, topic. like... You know, being with people you don't want to be around. So true. Just because I feel like I have to be around them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I guess I guess the the sort of solution to this is is to be a little bit less available and try not to beat yourself up for that. I know that you're a part. You you are very intact with other people's feelings and it's scary the idea that you're going to hurt them but uh, at a certain point you can't uh, try to you can try your best to cater to everyone but you'll fall short if you try yeah why disappoint myself that's so true Kaylee is there anything else you want to say to the people at the computer or to me or to God before we go um oh my gosh all those people i want to shout out my friend jade she's the coolest and the best and she asked me to do that <laughs> and thank you so much i love you i was thank like you, just getting into bed calling. and then i heard your voice and it was the best have sweet dreams of 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 being more intentional the, with my time and doing things. oh that too that yeah too. oh my gosh yeah thank you kelly <laughs> thank you yeah, that's a tough thing. I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to break up with a friend. Because, like, the... If you're playing it by the fucking books, and you're you're, you're 100%ing life, whatever it is, maybe you would be sending long paragraphs, <laughs> but I don't, I don't know if that's necessary in every situation. Uh... Maybe it's just easier to, you know, breadcrumb yourself away if that's what you feel like you got to do. Hello? Hello. Hi. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm a little bamboozled on? right now. You feel bamboozled? Um, Bam- how do you, in what, in what way bamboozled? Um, well, it's been about like an hour I've been waiting and um, I'm actually on. Wow. I was, yeah. um, Almost about to lose hope, <laughs> but it's it, well. Bamboozled, bambo- Do you know what bamboozled means? See, I wasn't even sure if I used that in, in the correct, uh, in the correct way. You didn't, but that's but, uh, okay. Unless if you, I mean, uh, bamboozled means tricked. Do you feel tricked? Yeah, I totally didn't use that in the correct, uh, in the correct way. <laughs> but uh, can I? I want to say this. Though, I want to say this. The way that you used it. The, like sounds more appropriate like bamboozled you used it to mean like surprised um yeah yeah and bam- think, the, like, the, the, the nature of the word bamboozle sounds a little more like uh like a zany surprise wacky thing than like uh you know a, like like a trick or a scheme actually no it does sound a little it does yeah. it does sound a little schemey i'll give you that um i guess that i don't i'm not i guess that's not giving you something are you fucking around right now with the cups in your kitchen? Oh no, that was actually um my my daughter. She was playing with her toy microphone stand. And um, um and yeah, she's just chilling right now watching her show, watching some uh Doc McStuffins. And uh right now we're just kicking it, you know, we're vibing. 
enjoying our Sunday night. So, Mitty, how can I bamboozle you today? <laughs> um, okay, so um, lately I've been um, wanting to, I guess, become a little bit more socially active. Um, I'm not really going to say that I'm much of a homebody, um, but besides kind of like just going to work and um, I guess like going to the gym after after work once in a while, I really just, you know, stay home a lot. Um, I don't really um, hang out a lot with friends or um, I'm not like seeing anybody at the moment, but I'm starting to feel like, you know, maybe I should try to kind of get out there a little bit more and, um, you know, try to do what humans do and, you know, socialize. And um, yeah, I was thinking maybe I could, uh, you know, perhaps get some insight from the GEC. Okay. Um, a little bit of advice. Well, I mean, you've got a lot going on. You have, uh, you have a, a daughter. Do you? Can I ask? Are you? Um, is your is is the 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 mother? What's your relationship with her? So, um, we actually were engaged. Uh, we broke up about a year and, and two months, year and three months ago. Um, and that's actually something that I'm not really a hundred percent over yet. Um, so, uh, after the breakup, we were, uh, we remained really good friends for about a year. And, um, so basically what happened is like, um, you know, one day she kind of just like stopped talking to me. She blocked me off of all social media. And, um, you know, what ended up happening was she, she was uh, talking to somebody else and, um, you know, right now it's gotten to a point where like, you know, they become serious. They moved in with each other. And it's something that like, I'm not like salty about really, because I knew it was coming eventually. Um, I knew there was going to have to, you know, become a day where, uh, we were going to have to like, you know, move on. But, you know, she was just kind of like my other half. So it's like, you know, I guess I'm just kind of like in the process of, you know, trying to get over that whole thing. Um, I think for the most part, though, I've kind of gotten over it, I guess. What is her relationship like with your your daughter? How do you how do you guys manage your daughter together? Um, So me and her, um, we actually we're still on pretty like good terms, I guess, you know, when it comes to like communication. Um, We we do everything like organically. Uh, We've managed to come up with a like schedule to where we kind of get her like 50 50 and like okay. uh, exchange weekends okay okay um she's really she's really killing it sorry. with that toy mic with that toy microphone yeah <laughs> sorry you probably hear her in the background she sounds like uh uh I'm, she sounds like boo from monsters inc <laughs> You know what? I feel like she probably resembles her quite a bit. Funny. <laughs> Funny. Um, so, okay, so this is interesting. So, I mean, all right, you're divorced. So you got, like, half the time where you got to hunker down and be a dad, but then another half the time where you're just kind of uh, on your own and living a, living a regular life. And now we're trying to figure yeah. out, okay, with that half the time that we're not with our kid, how can we make more of a life for ourselves? Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, in in the middle of me waiting, I was actually on Bumble, been trying to, uh, you know, kind of mess around with that. I I just started using that uh, about a few days ago. And As, um, um, sorry, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I I, I got to learn not to interrupt people. So um, yeah. I mean, that's been going. Uh, I'm not gonna say it's been going good, but hasn't really been going bad <laughs> um because like i feel like you know with me like just starting to become into this whole like dating scene thing you know I, i'm not really at the point where um i can you know feel confident with like trying to uh appeal to somebody and um yeah i guess like that's kind of another thing too is like trying to you know really increase my confidence mm-hmm but it's a work I was just progress. thinking about it. Sometimes it is helpful to interrupt people, but um, so 
Mitty, I want to know, um, in, in the dating universe, when you're on the Bumbles, is it is it tough to find somebody who's cool with you having a kid? Um, to be honest, I haven't really found that out yet. Because it's been like such a, a short time that I've been on here. And, um, I mean, usually, you know, most of the girls that I've talked to, like, don't really have a problem with it. Um, I think part of it might have to do with the fact that my daughter is, like, very adorable. And um, in a way, I feel like, you know, some girls might, like, gravitate towards that and think, like, okay, this guy can create, like, you know, cute babies. So, But um, I mean, from my experience, you know, from my experience, I feel like, um, you know, obviously there's going to be those people that, you know, are not okay with it, you know, the people that, you know, want to be out – live life go go clubbing maybe but um yeah i guess i've you know what i'm trying to find right now is just someone i can kind of like settle down with and mm-hmm. you know maybe want to play the stepmother role eventually mm-hmm. um do you okay so to for for, for friendship uh do you do you not have a lot of like just normal platonic friends um, I wouldn't say that I really have like any like ride or die kind of friends. I mean, I I have like a lot of acquaintances. It's just that I feel like I'm very like um, awkward when it comes to like getting like close to somebody. Um, I'm the type of person that will like hang out with their parents a lot and like with my brothers and stuff, which I'm I'm grateful to have them in my life. You know, so I guess it like could be worse, but um. Yeah, outside of that, you know, I got, like, buddies that I'll uh, talk to once in a while, but, um, yeah, not really a whole lot of, like, you know, super great friends outside of family. Coworkers. What do you do to try to but, make like, friends? Um, See, I'm right now I'm at the point where um, I don't really know. <laughs> Um, I'm kind of introverted. Like, uh, I don't really, um, know, I guess. Like, I'll, I'll kind of give you an example of, like, why I feel like, um, I have a hard time with developing relationships. Like, I feel like, um, a lot of what, like, making friends with a guy is, is, like, when you almost, like, um, try and, like, talk shit with somebody. And it's like, I feel like when somebody like tries to like talk shit in like a friendly kind of manner, like I get awkward because it's like, I think like, and it's not even like the the part of like, the like, like conflict being involved. It's just like, I think I might have like attachment issues. Like I feel like, oh, this hold on, hold on, hold on. There's just, there's so much stuff here. Um, You feel as though... You feel as though your sorry if ability... I'm like not making sense. By the way, no, 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 no. It's I, I'm, 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 I'm trying to understand. You, you feel as though talking shit is this like necessary part of the the male bonding experience. A lot of from what I've experienced, I guess maybe it has to do with like the certain like crowd that I've kind of like always been around um because like you know a lot of the people that i kind of like work with and the people that have like you know became friends with each other it's like you know they've gotten to a point in their friendship where like they can like talk shit to each other like comfortably and it's like you know i'm okay with that too but it's like i start to feel like oh this person's like talking shit to me now like does that mean like we're becoming friends like Sure, that can be. I mean, that can be. That can be. That can be a compelling thing for some people. But you don't. uh, Okay, where are you meeting these people? Well, uh, I guess like coworkers, and um, I mean that's pretty much like the only place where I've actually like socialized with people nowadays. I guess is like my workplace. Do Do you have Do you have hobbies at all? Yeah, yeah. I'm really big into into making music, and um. I guess I'm pretty like involved in like the local music scene, uh, somewhat. Well, that's a, I mean, that's um, a perfect way to make friends. And, 
Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's another aspect, too, that, um, you know, I've been trying to kind of be a little bit more involved in is, um, you know, like following my passion a little bit more with this whole music thing and, you know, meeting other people in, in that community. So I'm gonna um, gonna try and you know focus on that a little bit more, but um, like I was saying earlier, you know my schedule is just so so busy nowadays that um, I can kind of only do that like I guess once in a great while. But you know that time will come, and um, even if it's like a slow process, you know I'm always gonna keep doing it because I love doing music. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like I said I feel like that's a perfect way to do it whether it's uh you know uh, putting on shows or going to shows uh I mean that's a great yeah. that's a great hobby I know you said you're calling in for for advice on this but it sounds like you're you're doing a lot of the things that um you know anyone you ask advice from would be would tell you to do anyway uh, you have this great hobby that that is conducive to a social environment. Um, I, what I guess what I don't, I don't, I'll say this, I'll say this is a thing. Um, I don't, with this whole like talking shit, like I, n- nothing is, um, I guess not nothing, but uh, talking shit is not integral to the, the male friendship experience. Okay. Uh, I mean, I guess like yeah. bond it. I mean, it's a, it's a, popular way for people to bond over each other like <coughs> in school <coughs> one thing that people bond over all the time is mutual dislike of the same person it is a strong bonding thing it's not uh, um, a lasting one but it can be a strong bond but you're an adult so I mean you don't need to do that anymore um I mean, this is yeah. just bonding over shared interests. But again, you you have this music thing that that is, I feel like, going to compel you to be able to talk to a lot of people, and um, you know, man, I I think I think I think you'll be fine. I guess I don't know what 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 your your you know the the main issue you're having is. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of it is. Um, you know, kind of going deeper into like the whole me feeling like I might, I may have like attachment issues, like, mm-hmm. you know, feeling like it's just kind of hard for me to like click to somebody in general, mm-hmm. but that may be like, you know, more of something that I kind of, you know, I'd probably want to talk to a therapist about maybe one day. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's not, do you, have, I, do you have a therapist? Uh, as of right now, no. Um, I've been okay. really procrastinating on trying to uh, talk to one. But, um, yeah, I mean, as of right now, I've just been, like, you know, staying busy with, you know, what I got going on. And as long as I can, uh, you know, keep up with this, uh, with this routine that I got going on with, uh, you know, going to the gym and, and working. And um, I'm actually going to be taking up a second job here pretty soon as well. Nice. So, Well, um. Well, keep at it, Mitty. I'm sorry if I if 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 this call wasn't as uh, uh, as helpful as as you wanted it to be. But um. Oh no, not at all, man. Like I just I really appreciate you for like having me on here, <laughs> and um, I watch your stream a lot. Um, I, I I work as a delivery driver, so I'm on the road a lot, so I get to listen to a lot of stuff. I'd say your podcasts and your YouTube videos and streams are probably like one of the main things that I listen to. Fuck yeah! So it's cool Fuck to be yeah. on here. Hey, it's cool to have you, man, and um, good luck, man. Yeah, I'll say this: you seem like a good guy. You seem like you're trying to do right by your daughter and and by yourself and by the world. And um, you know, I'm I'm rooting for you and all that stuff, man. I think um, I think I think you're gonna be able to to find whatever it is you're looking for. And if you don't, I mean, you got a whole bunch of great stuff right in front of you, so you you have that to lean into. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Thank you. Can, can I say one more thing to uh, the people listening? Yeah, sure. So um, one of the reasons why I wanted to kind of make more friends is so I could bring somebody with to go see Lyle uh, <laughs> do his thing live in Chicago. Um, oh, yeah. If anybody wants to go with, man, add me on Instagram. 
It's RDV underscore Lobos, L-O-B-O-Z. It's and, sold out. Um, <laughs> yeah. They can't come. Oh, it's sold out? Yeah. Oh, no way. I might add a second oh. show, but I, I, don't, I don't know yet. But um, What about Milwaukee? No, mess- or, Say that again? If there's going to be a Milwaukee one? Yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing Milwaukee. Oh, okay. Is that one sold out? No, I don't think so. I hope not. I don't know why I said. Oh, I okay. I'm I hope, no, I hope it is. But, um, yeah, come come through Milwaukee. I'm doing the the Collectivo or something like that. It looks like it's a cool venue. So, oh, listen, man. I hope nice. to see you I've at either one of those. Um, don't bring your daughter. Come when your ex has her. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Hey, I'll talk to you soon, man. All right. Thanks, Lyle. Good night, man. Say hi, Lyle. Hi, Lyle. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> All right, have a good night, man. Thank you. That was sweet. Um, yeah, th- I like that guy. He was a good guy. Um, I he seemed to like neurotic for sure, um, which is a natural state for a human being to be in. Um, but yeah, I mean, he sounds like he's doing right by his daughter. He's doing right by himself. Um, he's trying. And that's what the show is, man. It's a bunch of people trying, myself included. Um, just people fucking trying the best they can, um, to do whatever it is they gotta do. God bless them.